0: If you think you have to work hard for money, then you'll never be able to make money unless you work hard. Mm. Financial success or any other type of success, Mm. it's not hard work that's going to give it to you. It's alignment of thoughts. Because money is an energy. Whatever that means to you, if you need to go buy the thing, if you need to get the shoes and drive the car to be it, to be money so you can attract more of it, then do that. But it's about being in full alignment so that it can come flooding in.
1: Wow, wow, And so it creates
0: an environment to spur up in you that being that belief. Yeah. So that you just get all of the money energy mm-hmm. vibrating up, so you can just reach out and grab it, which changes the game. Yeah, that's too much heat. <laughs>
1: I don't, like, I'll, like, I, I, don't know if they catch catching all that. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? Hey, kids, listen, we about to teach class inside the boat My man asked cash, so get your man by right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. you see him. We change all life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth, knowledge network. It where you can, and All right, so welcome to another awesome episode of inside the vault with ash cash the greatest money mindset show on the planet when i tell you we got some heat Listen, everybody's always talking about they wanna be bosses, but how about learning from the boss that makes bosses even bossier? Listen, you are going to witness one of the greatest business coaches on the planet. People are going from six-figure years to six-figure months. You heard me right. If you didn't come from millions, Guess what? Millions need to come for you. Listen, we got a powerhouse in the building, Miss Dawn Yell J. Harmon in the building.
0: How are you? Oh, I'm so
1: excited to be oh, here. Oh man, this is, this, this is exciting because I think that, you know, in the world of, um, you know, catchphrases, people always lie, I'm a boss, I'm a six figure, all this stuff, and to see uh, the work that you've been able to do, Uh, at a high level and really take people uh, to the next level financially, right? So like, you know, really changing lives. But before we get there, uh, for those who don't know, who is Danielle J. Harmon?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, I'm a child of the most high. I am a woman who is just on a mission to normalize wealth. I'm mm-hmm. a wife. One day soon, I hope to be somebody's mother. And I'm just really out here trying to change the game. Like yeah. literally at the end of the day, that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah. So talk talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, the genesis of you know, you becoming a business coach and uh, seeing the need of people needing uh, help kind of getting to that next level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So professionally, my career started in corporate America like a lot of people. I went from entry level customer service to vice president in three years. And then about five years after that, I started to feel like something wasn't right. I like to call that my Keith Sweat moment. Mm -hmm. And then I just realized I was not meant to sit behind anyone else's desk. So I made a really bold decision one day, literally just woke up December the 17th, 2004 Mm -hmm. and I submitted my letter of resignation. Wow. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I was willing to bet on myself. Mm -hmm. And so I left my job and I immediately went into um, selling Mary Kay. So I was already a beauty consultant. I had become a sales director and within five months I picked up my first pink Cadillac and that helped me for about two years until again I had another one of those moments I call that one my Britney Spears moment you know oops I did it again I was sitting behind someone else's desk and I realized that that wasn't really what God had for me so I decided to start my own company Incredible One Enterprises um, I always say no one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder and I'm no different. I started this journey and struggled massively, filed bankruptcy, had to go back to work and get a job. Probably the most humbling and also the best thing that ever happened to me because during that time I learned what I didn't know about business so that I could just become unemployable and then help other people from making that mistake. So fast forward to 2011, back into full-time entrepreneurship on a mission, unemployable. We had our first six-figure year, three years later we crossed the seven-figure mark and we just haven't back now we're just taking other people along the journey for us
1: wow i love that i love that and i and i love um how things work right and so you know i have a similar story of you know getting that that voice that's telling me all right you you, you're not supposed to be here uh leaving a six figure job and you know not being fully prepared having to go back to work but then really the the unpreparedness is what kind of gave me sort of more credibility and more grit and more uh, what was necessary for me when the next time I jumped out to be able to be you know a blessing to others um, and so talk to me about you know you know your company and 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 what, what do you guys do specifically
0: yeah so today and I say today because yeah. when we first started we didn't know what we were doing like the problem I think part of the reason why I ended up having to go back to work is I was trying to be too many things to too many people it's one of the biggest mistakes I see today people not really honing in and so today We are a business growth strategy firm. We work with six-figure service-based entrepreneurs who have been stuck at six figures and they've got their mind on millions, but they're not quite sure how to make it happen. And I'm not about pipe dreaming about this million dollar business. I'm about actually making it a reality and more than anything, showing them how to be the CEO of a company. You know, most of my clients come to me and they're entrepreneurs with grit. They're hustling, they're grinding, or they fell into a six-figure business, but they don't really have the success that'll leave the clues for them because they don't have the right system set up. And so we're able to come in take a look at their whole business, look at all of the areas of their business, identify the gaps and the holes that exist, plug those haps with the, those holes with the right strategy and get them on a trajectory to going from. 20000 to 50000 to ultimately six-figure months. We, we start them at, um, our first goal is to get them on a six-figure quarter, right? Allowing them to make in three months more than they used to make in a year, right? And then from there, we just continue to go up, tightening all of their systems and strategies, making sure they've got the right team in place so that they don't become the bottleneck in their business and stop them from being able to scale further.
1: All right, y'all, you already know my man Dave Anderson is definitely helping entrepreneurs get amazing levels of success. Yo, he's helped his clients generate over $118 million in 2020 during the pandemic, and then now you can get unprecedented access to him and his team with his program, Bully, one-on-one. You're gonna learn business from one of the best business coaches in the world for less than the cost of your cell phone bill. So here's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a digital membership card that entitles you to get free access to the Business Bully virtual events and online workshops, unlimited access to their exclusive digital university with hours on demand, With business knowledge at your fingertips, zero fluff, no BS, monthly private masterminds with David and his team, you'll get a special celebrity guest mastermind sessions, you'll learn business, all of the things that you need to take your life to the next level, all you got to do, look, enroll now at Bully101.com, Bully101.com, let's get it. All right, let's get back to the show. Mm, I love that, and so, you know, in, in your experience so far, what has been the thing um the common thread in, in like, you know, those those businesses that are like stuck at six figures that can't get to that next level. What what has that, that thing been?
0: I was hoping you were gonna ask me this question. It's always mindset. Mm. Oh my goodness. Most people really struggle with the deserve it level that they can have a business that generates at that level. Like, you know, most of us, we come from families where we get a good job. Like I remember when I was leaving my job, my dad was like, what are you doing? You make $120,000 a year. Why would you quit your good job to chance at whether or not you will make it? And we don't believe enough in ourselves. And unfortunately, far too many of us don't come from families that are breeding that belief in us. Mm. And so we struggle with whether or not we deserve it. We've got all of these issues around money, most of them that we inherited from someone else, and we've taken possession of them. And now we're trying to be an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. I think about myself. When I first started my company, I was charging $97 an hour. Mm -hmm. Listen, I've been brilliant from day one, okay? But I was charging what I saw other people charging because I thought that's what I had to charge. Mm. I didn't understand my value. I didn't understand transferable results. I didn't understand the premise of teaching someone to fish instead of giving them a fish. Mm -hmm. and once I started to increase my confidence and realize that I could actually make it happen for myself I started to see things change and we identify the same thing in our clients they question whether or not It's them and it's their time. Mm. They're constantly looking left and right and comparing themselves to others. Mm. And that comparison is just a trap. Mm. It's a derailment from their destiny and it delays how long it'll actually take for them to get there. Mm. So a big part of my job and my team's job is to help them to see themselves the way that God has always seen them, Mm. the way they should be seeing themselves and realizing that they've got the results. no one does it better than them Mm. I work with goats I Mm. coach goats Mm. like that's what I do Mm. that's who I am and so helping them to see that by holding that mirror up really makes a difference Mm -hmm. and it gives them permission that someone actually believes in them at a level that's not trying to downplay dismiss or stifle their gift Mm. but actually wants to see them shine like Mm. the biggest thing for me is a client to do better than I'm doing Mm. like that gives me so much joy I don't want to be the only one I want all of us to be building and normalizing well for our families Mm. and our communities
1: so 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 what did it take for you right to shift your mindset Always. right for you to kind of get to that space where you believe that look i can have six figure months i could i got become a multi-millionaire like what what was that shift for you
0: Yeah, it really was a decision. So I'm gonna tell a quick story. So I had hired a coach that I had paid $25,000 to. That was the most I had ever invested in myself at that particular point in time. And that coach, the lesson they taught me wasn't about how to take my business to the next level, it was how to believe in myself and what I brought to the table. Mm -hmm. Almost everyone in my program was coming to me for questions Mm -hmm. because I was the superior voice. Mm but I didn't have the confidence to charge at that level. And so literally one day I was writing in my journal and I wrote down what would happen if I made my prices, my coaches prices. Mm. And I did the math and I would have more than a million dollar company. Mm. And so I literally, Talk to my team. We raised all the prices just before our live event. Like that's my secret sauce is showing you how to make a lot of money from your live events. Mm. And we went to our live event. We had 200 plus people in the room. We did $1.3 million. And the only thing I did differently was make a decision to raise my rates. I more than wow. doubled all of my programs and we had 30% more people enroll. Wow.
1: Wow. Wow. And so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. And so that confidence level, that you know, doubling your rates, like what is that? Um, it has to be like, 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 like you make the decision. But when you make the decision, you just do it. it are, are you are you afraid? Are you doing it scared? Like, like, talk, talk to oh, me about okay. that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So another quick story. So with my team, we doubled all of the rates on the program. We did the order form, sent it to the printer. That night I had a dream and in my dream, no one signed up for the program. Mm. So what do I do? I'm scared. I revert back. So Mm. I come into the office early the next morning before anyone gets in. I change all the prices back, send the order form back to the printer Mm. thinking nobody will know the difference Mm. and you know, it'll just, it'll be fine. The printer calls me immediately. The form is corrupt. Mm, They cannot print the form and we are out of time. So I'm forced to use the double rates and to go to my event. But yeah, we we I think whenever we're presented with fear, it's really an indication that our next level is present. Yeah. But in that particular moment, that's not the way we see it. Right. We think that our fear knows better. And I always tell my clients that fear is either behind you or in front of you, it's never in the present. Mm. And so if we can just stay in the present and be crystal clear about who we are, all of that fear will just evaporate and we can move forward. And so I didn't do that, however. I was forced (laughs) because the form went in print because I just was like, I can't have no one sign up. But after I was forced to use the forms that we had, I stepped fully into it. I started believing, I started speaking those affirmations over myself and realizing that I had the goods all along. It was like my Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz moment. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, I just held fast to it. And by the time we got to the event, I believed in those Mm -hmm. prices. I made that decision and I stood firm in them. And what surprised me was how many people signed Mm -hmm. up. I mean, $1.3 million in three days, what? Like, where does this happen? And that was like really just the beginning. And what's become really, really powerful for me is being able to transfer that confidence in my clients and helping them to be able to see themselves the same way and realize that no matter what they're charging right now, they could charge more. Just like there are Kias on the road, there are Maseratis on the road, right? And there's a market for all of them. And so we have to realize that if we want to make more and to put ourselves on a trajectory to have millions, we've got to charge more. Like that's the first thing you have to do. I mean, you said that the other day, like charge your rates. Like it's, it's, it's no brainer number one. And it's just as simple as taking whatever you charge right now and timesing it by two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. And so, you know, um,
1: you said something that I I, I do want to tap into because you said that, you know, you went in there believing in the rates, right? Um, And a lot of people are, afraid to charge more because they don't believe in maybe their product or service yeah. or whatever the case may be. And so how do you help those people or how do you know what do you tell those people who are like, "Nah, like I don't believe that I could charge 2000 or 10,000 or 25,000." You know, what do you tell those folks?
0: Yeah, so there's two things that pop into my head right away. The first thing is we look at the evidence, right? Yeah. That's the that's like Coaching 101 is what is the evidence that substantiates whatever the fear is that you're having right now. And so we look at the heav- the evidence. So I'll have them, I'll say, write down five clients that you've worked with in whatever period of time mm-hmm. and write down all of the results that you got for those clients. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to pick one of those clients, the one that you feel got the biggest transformation and I want you to call them. And I want you to ask them what was it worth for you to give them that transformation? Mm. Every single time That's they good. say it's priceless. That's good. But here's the real thing. Once you hear your client, the one you served at whatever price point, yeah. telling you that your work is priceless, yeah. it immediately allows you to stand up a little mm. bit taller. It immediately allows you to say, oh, well maybe I am. And I even love it. The mm. next question is, what would you have paid me? Knowing now mm. the transformation I was gonna bring into your life experience, mm. what would you have paid me? Mm. The numbers are like, people are like 50,000 hundred thousand right, right. for something that they might have charged five or ten thousand right, dollars right, for yeah, like yeah. it just changed I was literally just having this conversation with my my friend Atia and we were mm. literally talking about this because so many people don't understand that you can charge way more mm. like and you know what the thing is ash like it's in our community yeah like, I've worked with white mm. entrepreneurs and small business owners, and by and large, it's us Absolutely, who yeah. are struggling with understanding that we can charge way more for our services. Yeah. I mean, not only, I mean, everybody I know, everyone yeah. I've coached, they struggle with this yeah. at the beginning because yeah. they just they don't have an example that is actually possible until so that very first person says yes, and then it gets even better when that first person mm. pays in full. Yeah.
1: yeah. Once you
0: realize how easy it is, yeah. I remember for myself, like, it was years ago. I had hired a coach and paid her $18,000. I only had the money for the deposit in my checking mm-hmm. account. Within a week, I had someone become my client and my rate instantly became that $18,000 mm-hmm. that I paid her. Yeah. The person wired me all $18,000 wow. at yeah. once. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm something. Right, right, like, right, 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 to something. It's about right. to be on. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's just so crazy how... The way that we look at money as a community impacts our ability to 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 bring more of it into our life experience. And it's just an energy. Like I believe we all have a printing press out Mm -hmm. back, And Mm -hmm. at any point in time, if you're an entrepreneur, you can turn it on. Like you should never say I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. You should not even allow your clients to tell you they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Because we can always create something Mm -hmm. that we can generate income from. I like to play this game with myself all the time. I remember when we were building our home. Um, and we had to get the money for the options. Mm-hmm. And so I said to my husband, let's not take it out of the bank. Let's create it. Mm. And so I put something together and I created $25,000 in three days. Mm. It went so well that I was like, let me do it again. And mm. by the end of seven days, nice. I have $50,000 nice. just like that. Nice. And it's just a decision. Yeah. We have to believe and know that we are the best who ever did it. Every single one of us is a goat in yeah. our own way. Yeah. And when we embody that confidence that, that boosts the way that we position ourselves yeah. and when we position ourselves accordingly, Family, then it becomes easier for us to ask for the profit that we've deserved from the beginning of the transaction.
1: Yeah, and no, I love that. And then, how do you deal with, you know, with people who have what's called imposter syndrome, right? Because I, because I, because I think I think that's the biggest thing in our yeah. community, right? In our communities, there's this, you know, this this imposter syndrome. People feel like, you know, you know, you know, they have it, right? Like, how, like, how, how do you, how do you deal with
0: that? Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is, eighty-six percent of entrepreneurs experience imposter syndrome. So yeah. it's not just a, a our community yeah. thing it seems heightened amongst us because you know what you focus on expands for you mm. But I think imposter syndrome is just another form of fear. Mm. And again, like I said earlier, fear to me is an indication that your next level is present. Yeah. So what I love for people to start doing when they feel the fear, they should get excited because that mm. means something big is about to happen. Nice. Yeah. And and also I think success leaves clues. Yeah. So if you start writing down the evidence that substantiates whatever it is you're trying to do, right? We've all helped somebody, even if we help them for free. Yeah. Right, in my, first, in my early days when I didn't know how how to out of charge. I was dropping all types of gems and knowledge and helping people change their whole life for like $97. But guess what? All of them testimonials went on my website just because they paid $97. It didn't mean the next one was going to do it. And so we get more, um, we get more courage and we get more confidence as we look at the evidence. So keeping a track of it, I call it an accomplishments journal. Every time you help a client get to a big goal, you help them to get to whatever the breakthrough is, write it down so that you can go back and look at it later. Success leaves clues. When you're having those, moments you can take a look at what you've already accomplished Mm -hmm. and realize because you did it once you can do it again Mm -hmm. right there is no opportunity for you to constantly question when you're looking at so much evidence Mm -hmm. that tells you that you already did it
1: hey what's up y'all are you a coach consultant service provider course creator or expert that wants more clients to happily pay you 3k to 10k for your programs and services If you answered yes, I have a special gift for you. It's from my guy, Marquel Russell, and it's called the Paid Ad Playbook, which shows you how to actually get 50 to 100 leads every single day that actually convert into clients. Marquel, he's used the same process to help clients create over $250 million in revenue, and this is more than a quarter of a billion dollars. You heard me right. Some of the top influencers, coaches, and consultants in the world have used Markwell strategies to build multi-million dollar businesses, and they still use them on a daily basis. And the cool thing is that this works for you even if nobody knows who you are. So to get free access, go to insidethevaultgift.com or text VAULT to 904 904- 447-5274. Again, that's inside the vault, gift.com or text V A U L T to 904-447-5274. My guy's going to take care of you. Let him know that Ashcat sent you. And should business owners, um, you know, start small and get big or should they start big? Like, like what? Yeah, start
0: at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that you know, it's foolish. And and for me today, I want people to learn from the mistakes that I made. I think that I could have, I could have never had to file bankruptcy if mm-hmm. I had the belief in myself that I could come out the gate charging higher ticket. Right. Yeah. And in my world, you're not even thinking high ticket if you're not selling at least, well, actually mid ticket is about 10,000. Mm-hmm. I think high ticket starts somewhere between 30 and 50,000. Mm-hmm. Most people can't even stomach that. They'll swallow their tongue thinking about that. But I think a $10,000 offer it everybody should have one especially if you want to make the move to millions as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. you can just do the math you can have the 97 dollar thing if you want but it's the same exact energy to push a whole bunch of 97 dollar things as it is to sell a few ten thousand dollar things and you're also going to bring transformation into someone's life that's going to serve them way longer Mm -hmm. which means that you're going to get completion and get what we're really in it for which is the impact like I don't work with people who are just after the bag, Mm -hmm. the people I work with, they want to transform the world and get the bag. Mm. And so we want to facilitate an environment to do that. And the way that we do that is giving them access to programs that are going to lead to transformation. And let's just keep it real low ticket doesn't transform yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: and and, and 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 why doesn't why doesn't low
1: ticket transform
0: because you're not in it you the mm. goat the expert you're not facilitating an environment for them to have the accountability that they need you're not there to help them course correct when they're making big mistakes they're left on their own with your ebook yeah, right. <laughs> or your webinar right. trying to figure it out on your own asking questions in a Facebook group that your team doesn't manage on a regular basis like I just think it's a waste of time and energy until. Yeah. Yeah. You get to the point where you have a volume play. Hmm. There's a distinct moment in your business where there's a switch over. Yeah. When you're building to the million dollar mark, your, your focus should be high ticket. Yeah. Once you get to the million dollar mark, then you want to create what I call a scalable offer. Hmm. You want something that will allow you to impact more lives at a lower price point but it's still not $97. Right. It's yeah. probably somewhere in that one to $3,000 range, mm-hmm. but it allows you to be more impact. You'll have your team that's fulfilling it. So it's not gonna be operationally a challenge for you. Mm-hmm. It'll allow you to still serve at the highest of levels and be the CEO of your company while actually being able to impact so many more lives. But people do it wrong. They start with the low ticket mm-hmm. stuff, thinking that if they get them to take the tripwire, it's an indication that they're actually gonna make another purchase. Listen, I'm not doing that. I'm right. tired by the time you present me with the $97, yeah. the $47, right. and the $9.97. Yeah. Just give me the thing that's going to solve my problem right. because people in pain are actively seeking a painkiller. Mm. We don't have time for Band-Aids. Right. Just give us what we need, and then after you've served all of the people, got to that milestone, mm. then you create something scalable that allows you to do your impact play.
1: Yeah, no, no, no I love that. I think that's powerful because I think a lot of people um, might... Uh, especially in social media they look at people who are doing numbers maybe with ebooks and things of that nature and you know make an assumption and say you know what they killing an ebook so let me start with an ebook but you know I think that you know to your point uh, ebooks are definitely a volume play right yeah. so if you're if you don't have uh, the followers if you don't have uh, the the ad strategy if you don't have a lot of things that are behind the ebook play then that's not gonna work Absolutely. but if you're just starting out you're saying that um, You know, you could start at that high ticket and then kind of, you know, kind of yeah. work your way down once you get to that to that millions of dollars. Absolutely.
0: Like, I mean, I'll use myself as an example, like as a result of being here, lots of people are going to go and look at me on Instagram. I'm not tripping a life fantastic. I got like 5,000 followers. And so if I were to start with something low ticket, the amount of energy that I would expend to make a couple of thousand dollars, when I can literally go right now and create a webinar and make $10,000, like literally happened last week when I was here in Atlanta, like, So it just doesn't make sense because you're going to expend the same energy. And typically when people are starting and they're desiring to be at the million dollar mark, they don't have all of the team. They don't have all of the infrastructure. They don't have all of the automation and the system set up. It's really just them. Mm -hmm. And putting your energy into the low ticket thing is just not the best to highest use of that energy. It'll make you the bottleneck in your business and you'll be working way too hard for way too little. Mm, I
1: like that. I like that. And then so. You know what successes have you had? You know with your business as far as you know getting people to
0: actually you know transform and go from. Oh, that to that oh next my level. gosh! Like we don't even have enough time mm. to talk about all go of the success. Talk like heavy. you can you can go to my website yes. right now and just get ready to scroll because yeah. there's at least 500 case studies mm. and testimonials there. My clients over the last 10 years have done more than a quarter of a million dollars wow. in cash wow. and more than a half a billion dollars in sales. Like wow. we don't play; we yeah. hit hard. Like I just had my mastermind retreat with my Move to Millions Mastermind. And there were 30 of them in the room who did a combined $2.4 million in cash mm-hmm. and $18 million in sales. 30 people. So we have so many people who are over six figures a month yeah. in their business yeah. and some that are in that Thirty to $50,000 a month range. And that's what we do. Like we literally get them on a the path to get them from that 10K month yeah. to that hundred K month, knowing that there's going to be a stair step along the way. But yeah, I mean, I got success for days. Wow, like wow. we don't have enough time. Like if there was a versus yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah, yeah. success stories, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's anybody <laughs> out there who <laughs> can compete with me. Yeah, like yeah, for real. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And, it, and, it, and, you know, uh um, you know, you know what's, what? Is, what is your why, right? Because, because I, you know, I, 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 see your passion. I know uh, that this is what you've been called to do, and everything that has happened in your life has gotten you to this space, right? Um, what is that why for Danya?
0: Yes, so I have two. So my first why is for my babies that don't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to create a legacy. Like mm-hmm. I love, like when you shared at the conference. I love. I just love legacy. I want to leave this world better than I found it, right? So that's the first reason. And then the second reason is, you know, I have this prophetic gift and I I chuckle because it's like a gift and a curse. I have the pleasure, the beauty of being able to look at a person and see what their trajectory to the million dollar mark looks like. Mm -hmm. Such a beautiful thing to be able to hold the space for someone to take the steps to get there when they invest in themselves through working with me and my team. Mm -hmm. And I just want the numbers to change. Mm -hmm. Like, it pisses me off that there's not enough of us who are experiencing wealth at this level like you know, I, all, every three years, the IRS and the SBA, they report the statistics on small business, right? So there's 28 million small businesses. Of those 28 million, and as small businesses, anyone under 500 employees, of those 28 million, there's approximately 23 million that are micro small businesses, meaning they have less than 50 employees. Mm-hmm. The statistics are staggering, and they really just upset me. I hate the fact that 89% of businesses are not generating at least six figures in gross um, receipts. Yeah. It's dumb. It yeah. does hurt. (laughs) Makes sense. And I just want to do my job to help more people come into the realization that the gifts and talents that they have, the problem that they solve offers real transformation and people would pay more if they charged more. Mm. I have had so many clients. Oh, I don't think I can charge that. And I'm like, you know what? Just try it. Just just go and just ask oh my gosh, they paid it and they didn't even think about it, right? right. And I have this, I call it the confidence curve where I will negotiate with my clients. Like we know that they should be charging, let's say $25,000 for their signature program, but I can get them to comfortably make it Mm 10,000. But we know coming in, it's a 25K program. So I'm like, okay, it'll be 10K for the first three people. Every time they get a yes, their confidence improves, right? Right. They're feeling so much better. After you get three, you got to raise it by 5K. So Mm -hmm. now it's 15, you get three more clients, your confidence is improving Mm -hmm. more and you've got results from the first three that paid right. you 10k right. so now you can use those results to go out and get the next three people who are now going to pay you 20k right, right, and we right. just confidence curve that thing up right. to where we get to where it's to actually be by the time they get there they are blown away mm. and every client is saying, oh my goodness, mm. this has transformed my life, yeah. which is what they were afraid of because most people don't charge what they should be charging because they of the response, the fear of responsibility, yeah. right? They think if I charge this, con- this amount of money, the people have to come and live with me. Mm, right, right, but that's yeah. actually not the case yeah. because the more you charge, the less access people want to you. They Absolutely. actually just want the information in the community. That's they right. don't actually want you. Right. And so people who are typically charging way less They're giving them everything in the kitchen sink and they're burnt out and they're tired and they're frustrated and their clients aren't getting the results. You start charging more, you change the face of your client, you get a client who sees the value of investing and shows up because most people, if they're paying 25K, they don't have any money to waste. And so they're gonna show up fully for themselves, which means they're gonna get the results, which is gonna allow you to be able to get more clients. And so a a lot of it is really the mindset and helping them to step into realizing that they do deserve to charge this. Mm -hmm. And I'm really purposeful not to talk about charging what you're worth. Mm -hmm. No one could afford us. Mm created us like we're priceless it's not about worth but it is about what we deserve right right? we are priceless but our work is not Mm -hmm. and we have to really take a stand for it and when we do we'll be able to normalize well for our families we'll Mm -hmm. be able to buy that bigger house drive that nicer car send our kids our grandkids to school put trust together whatever it is we've been dreaming about and we see happen in other communities we can make them happen in our own through our own realization that we've had the goods all along Mm -hmm. and that's all i'm trying to do is just show people that they got it right now and that they should just leverage it to get to the point of scaling beyond that million dollar mark. And once we get them to a million dollar company, the next step is to make them a millionaire right? Because typically if you're earning a million dollars, you're not paying yourself a million dollars, right? And so we're going to start to look at their tax planning strategies and things that they need to do to be able to keep more of the money that's coming in. And I've got a team of experts that really help me to do that for my clients so that they get to keep that money and put that money into investment accounts, put it into real estate, right? Like I'm always talking with my friend Atiyah and we're talking about real estate and how it's such an important part. I know you talk about this too, of the wealth building process. You've got to have real estate. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to have real estate if you're not making more money right. doing what you love in your regular business right? right um atiyah says this all the time and i love this quote um one income stream is, is close to none man, right man. like that's you can't just have one right yeah. and and that's really what it's about because for me millions is the baseline mm a six-figure, a a low six-figure business is small business poverty, Mm. right? If you look at the self-employment tax, which is 15.3%, you look at the income tax, which on average is 28%, you're down right then to about 58,000. And let's just say it takes $10,000 to run your company, which is low and probably not the truth. Mm. Now you're at 48,000. You don't have a six-figure business. You're like middle America, Mm. but you're hustling and grinding and working 24-7 you'd have done better staying at your job. So if you're going to quit your good job, we've got to normalize millions. got to charge more than it costs. you got to get the systems and strategies in place so you can build the team so that you can be the CEO and not the bottleneck.
1: Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of their cells. But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later. Mm, I love that. And so, you know, know, I love how you say, you know, normalize millions, right? Um, And if somebody watching you right now who, you know, has a nine to five, who's starting out that business and is even trying to get to that six figures. Mm-hmm. You know, what you know what what you know advice are you giving that person?
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna give you five things to do. Number one, get really, really clear about the problem you solve. Mm. If there is no problem to be solved, there is no profit to be earned. Mm. As entrepreneurs, we solve problems for profit. So number one, figure that out. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. You want the problem that's keeping them awake at night, right? We call this the spice problem. This problem, they can't sleep because of it. And when you take the time to develop that problem, number one, number two, then figure out the solution that they need and then you put the solution together, getting really, really clear about exactly what it's gonna to take to be a full solution. Because like I said earlier, we don't do band-aids, we do transformation, right? And so once you've gotten that solution down, then you wanna start spreading your message. You've gotta become a broken record for that message. Everywhere you go, Every time you open your mouth, you gotta say the same thing. See, people get it wrong on social media. They think they should just say it once and that's enough. Mm. I don't know, I mean, I hear that all the time, but I put it on Facebook. Well, how many times? Once. Well, the algorithm is not working with you on Facebook. So nobody even saw your post, right? So you've gotta be a broken record and say it over and over and over and over and over and one more time after that. Just get used to constantly uh, relaying that message to the people who you can solve their problem for. Once you've done that, then the next thing is to get them into to a conversation. And you want to make sure that when you're in this conversation with them, you're presenting them with an option to get clear about the problem they have, the solution they want instead. And then you literally want to walk them over the bridge to be able to access that solution through what you've put together. And then you just want to ask for the sale. Mm. And that sale, if you ask me, should be at least 10K. Mm. Right. And you'll be surprised. Like more people, like if you break it down, if you allow a monthly payment, that's only like eight hundred and thirty five dollars a month. Like that's not for a person who's going to get real transformation. That's going to be taught how to fish instead of um, eating a fish. Right. It's going to change the game for them. And it's going to also not only increase your confidence, but it's going to increase your cash flow, which is ultimately going to increase the impact that you make in your community and what you're able to set aside for those who will come after you. Because it's all about legacy at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And so now, you know, that entrepreneur who, uh,
1: you know, may not be making six figures yet. Right. And so they're probably at five figures. They, they believe in themselves. Like, what is that thing that's going to take them from five figures to a six figure? Business? Yeah,
0: it's nine times out of ten. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Right. So that means you're not getting enough leads. Mm. And so you've got to make sure that you are seen more. I, I think people love social media. I'm coming around to social media and the importance of social media, but it's not the end all be all from a marketing perspective. There's. At last count, there's about 51 different ways you could be marketing your business, right? Mm. So you've got to identify for your ideal client what's going to be the way to get in front of them. My favorite is speaking. Mm. There is no, in my opinion, better way to galvanize an audience. Like you show up where someone else has already filled the room, Mm. you do your thing, and when you leave, you've got people who want to go with you, right? Whether they've opted into your lead magnet or they actually joined you in the back of the room if it was an engagement where you got to make an offer. And so you really need to find the, right way for your client to impact them. And it's just about more activity. On average, my recommendation is two to four hours a day need to be spent in marketing. Mm. Now, when you're first starting, that's going to be like you actually hand to fist marketing. You're doing all of the work, but as you get your systems and automation in place, your marketing will be working for you and you won't actually have to do it. But the average person who's just starting or not really where they want to be, they may not have enough money to invest in the systems and the automation or someone to help them with marketing. So they're really spending their time, right? Cause that's typically the trade off. Am I spending my time or do I now have the money so that I can give my time back to myself and still have a presence because the goal is ultimately to have omnipresence. And so if you have only time and not money, once you get it clear about the five to seven marketing strategies that are gonna work best for you, you wanna ride them until the wheels fall off. Like every day, making sure that you're spending time. Do not despise the importance of networking and referrals from the people who know you, those close at like 93%. Like, I mean, almost every referral I have ever gotten has become my client. So make sure you're serving the clients that you have right now really well and asking them who they know that you don't know that you should know to help you to get more clients in the interim. And while you're doing that, look for speaking engagements. There's more than 4,000 events that happen every single day in this country. And now that because of the pandemic, we don't even have to worry about getting on planes and traveling that opens up so many more events that you can do from your home, with just a cute top on, you don't even have on your pajamas on the bottom if you want. And you can convey that information, have a powerful call to action and get more people to come into your funnel so that they can work through your nurture sequence and ultimately land into your sales tool. I love it, I love it. So now, I mean, a lot of power, a lot like, like we we know why you
1: one of the greatest business coaches on the planet. If you don't know, now you know. Um, somebody's watching you right now. They feel the energy. Um, you know, they want to work with you. What What is your ideal client?
0: Yeah, so if you're stuck at six figures, right? So you've been doing six figures, even if you happen by accident. We get a lot of clients that stumble into a six figure contract and overnight they're a six figure business. And you know, you want to have seven figures because you realize that low six figures is not the move. You cannot live the abundant life that God promised you on low six figures. And so because you desire more, you need some support. The great thing about my company is that we've set it up where you're not just working with me. I have a powerful team of coaches, all of them usher transformation. It doesn't matter who you get to work with. Your whole life is going to be changed. Mm -hmm. But we've also built our team to be able to look at all of the areas of your business that you'll need support in so that we can get your systems and infrastructure up quickly. One of the things we do when we first bring on a client is we give them these cash injection strategies, which nine times out of 10 helps them to recoup their entire investment in the first 30 days that they're working with us as we put the infrastructure in place. Because once we get you making more money, then we can start to tighten and streamline those systems so that you can build out your team, so that you can really scale and you can step back Back from the day-to-day and actually be the strategic oversight for the company so if you're stuck at six figures and you know that you know that you know that millions is your birthright and you have no clue how to get there you don't want pomp and circumstance you don't want a, the hype you want somebody who's real who will get in the trenches with you and help you make the move to millions in a way that serves and supports all that you are while you also deepen your faith and connection to God I'm your girl holla
1: Spicy, spicy, talking heavy, talking heavy, and then so now you know, you know. They say that the, the, what gets you to six figures won't get you to seven Not figures. What about the, the the person who's at seven figures who wants to get to that next level? Yeah. Like, what's what? What is that that? Uh, deciding factor what what takes that person to that next level yeah
0: and that's where we are right now because yeah. we've, we've mastered 7 figures and yeah. we've made a decision that within 2 years we want to be doing at least 12 million dollars a year a million dollars cash a month yeah. and right now it interestingly the things you need to do are the same but the mm. way you do them are different mm. right so to scale up to 8 figures you really have to put heavy emphasis on team mm. whereas to get to 7 figures is heavy emphasis on systems System. with a few core team members now to get to eight you need more people so you can expand your capacity and so it's about really tightening the hiring process making sure that you have all of the right documentation and procedures and things in place all of the right checkpoints to make sure that someone is actually managing their efforts if you don't already have someone who's over operations this is the point in which you need to get them on the team so it allows you to just continue to step away like the bigger your business gets in terms of revenue the least responsibility you should have in the day to day. Mm. And your ultimate job is to work yourself out of a a Mm. position, right? You wanna be replacing yourself. So we made a decision um, a couple of years ago to start hiring coaches. That was the first way to, that we decided to scale. And what I've done in doing so, and what I always tell my clients, especially when they're coaches, now we don't just work with coaches, but probably 85% of our clients are coaches and consultants, is to make sure that you hire before you need them. Mm. So if you're at seven figures and you're already thinking about eight figures and there's very few people on your team, that's the first thing you need to do, is you need to get someone to come in, audit your operations, audit your org chart, get clear about what your goals are and help you to identify what are the positions you need to put in place to be able to make that happen as seamlessly as possible. It's hard to hire. Most people don't love it, but it is necessary if you wanna continue up the trajectory because there's only so far systems and automation can get you. At some point, if you really wanna usher in transformation, there's gonna need to be more bodies who have been well-trained on what it is that you do in order to be able to do it, unless you decide you wanna go down a different path and maybe pursue licensing and those types of things, which is another volume play to get you to eight figures without you necessarily having to increase your team in-house.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So now, uh, let, let's let's talk about uh, you know you and uh, this uh, you know abundance, right? Um, what would you say has been um, the most extravagant thing you've done with money?
0: This is so funny. Um, I keep referring to a Tia who's here in the room, but we were literally just talking about that. I mean, she got me looking at Rolexes, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so far, I mean, I bought myself a Prada bag. Like, yeah. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm, I'm stingy and frugal, yeah. but like for me, I would much rather put my money in the stock market yeah. or buy another property right. than to have something. Right? Right, right? I've always believed you put more. you put more in you than you put on you. Mm. So I've never been big into extravagant things, but I'm not gonna lie, Ash, Mm. She found a purple face mm. Rolex. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's gonna be coming to a right, risk right, near right, you right, real right, soon. Right, I ain't right, even gonna right, front. Right, right, right. But, um, <laughs> but like, for me, I wanted to live in a really nice house. So my yeah. husband and I, we built a 7,700 square foot home. I wanna drive yeah. a really nice car, and I do. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that were really, really important you to me. Car you drive? I drive a BMW X7, nice. fully loaded, purple. Nice. Per- oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, $120,000 yeah. $120, car. Yeah. But... Um, Those are the things that are important to me. Like, we're about to buy a lake house. That's Mm -hmm. the next thing I want to do. So I want a home on the water so that in the summers I can just listen to the breeze and the water just... Just lull me into creativity to create something else that's going to change someone else's life. And so those are the types of things that I want to do. Like, I don't have children yet. It is, you know, definitely something that we're working on. We've already got money earmarked. Mm -hmm. We've already got stock accounts Mm -hmm. earmarked. Like, we want to be able to have, when our children get 18, they'll be able to go to college if they want. They'll be able to start a business if they want. They want to, they'll be able to buy a house if they want. Like, those are the types of things that I'm looking at doing. Yeah. I mean, yes, I have Christian Louboutins. Yes. I have some of the things that, you know, when you first start making money you got to do the things i did all the things but it gets old like how much more stuff do you need right Right. and so now i want to impact others i'm into writing big checks Mm -hmm. so i support a lot of organizations and i have a minute i like to write $10,000 $10,000 plus checks. Mm-hmm. So I want to change an organization's life, mm-hmm. right? And so those are the types of things that I like to do with my money now. That's the extravagant is helping somebody else yeah. because I, I just want to shake the planet. I want this place to be so much better when I leave yeah. than it was when I got here. And that's that's really what it does. It, it nah, does it for me. It. And,
1: that, and that actually was my, my next question was, uh what was the most impactful thing you've done with my
0: Yeah. So um I wrote a check for twenty five thousand dollars to an organization who was like literally like if they didn't get my check, they would be close. Wow. And um it was so it was just it was so amazing and heartfelt like to be able to do that. Yeah. Like like who has $25,000 laying around yeah. that they can just give to someone who is like increasingly in need. Yeah. I was able to do that. Like this brown girl from the projects of uh-huh. Wilmington, Delaware did that. Like uh-huh. it just, that's that's what it's about for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, I just, I love nice. Well, I love some nice things, but yeah. I want to change lives. Yeah. I want my money to to allow other people to be able to have what I didn't get to have as a child. Yeah. Right. You know, both my parents were addicts. And so it was crazy. It was chaotic at best in my household. Wow. And so to get to be this girl today who gets to do this, like I have certain causes that I participate in. My mom went to jail when I was eight years old. And so I spent a lot of time with organizations for the children of incarcerated parents. Wow. And so being able to give back to those causes, it just it's everything. Wow. It's wow. why I, it's another reason why I do it.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And, and so, you know, being somebody who, you know, grew up in the projects and, uh, really, you know, you know, we know uh, that we, when we come from like these low-income, uh, you know, backgrounds, uh, money isn't really taught at home, you know, um, and then we get to a point where, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're the first generation, you know, millionaires, and we're making some money. Um, what would you say um, is one of the biggest money myths? That you know you've you've learned or you've just dis- like this like dispel a money myth for yeah, me right absolutely. something that you know you you're growing up you know like you like oh this is what be- this is being taught but now that you you know are financially abundant yeah break, break one for me I think
0: my dad used to say at least three times a week money doesn't grow on a tree out back it didn't matter what we were asking for that was his response to almost everything and that you had to work hard for money mm-hmm. and what I realized is that. Working hard won't make you more money. Like the only success you will experience, Abraham has this quote, if you think you have to work hard for money, then you'll never be able to make money unless you work hard. Mm. Financial success or any other type of success, Mm. it's not hard work that's gonna give it to you, it's alignment of thoughts. Being in alignment, knowing, being it first, being money first, because money is an energy, whatever that means to you. If you need to go buy the thing, if you need to get the shoes and drive the car to be it, to be money so you can attract more of it, then do that. But it's about being in full alignment so that it can come flooding in. I was talking today, I was doing a live um, about one of my favorite universal laws, which is the law of circulation. And this is the Darnell version. You can go Google it oh, yeah, yeah. to get the actual version. But basically what it says is that abundance and money, they're expanding around us at an ever increasing rate. They never stop, oh. except when we do certain things. There are oh. things you can actually do that will stop the flow of abundance. Number one, ch- undercharging. Oh. Here's another one, this hits everybody. You go to the restaurant and your waiter is a snot and so you don't leave them a tip, you just stop the flow of abundance in your direction. When someone wants to give you a compliment and instead of taking the compliment, you downplay or dismiss it, yep, you stop the flow of abundance. There are so many things you can do that will stop abundance from flowing and I learned that despite what my father taught right, me right. and it, it really changed the game. Like I'm very clear when I came out into entrepreneurship Undercharging substantially for who I am and what I bring to the table, it was because it didn't feel right to make a lot of money if I wasn't doing a lot of work. Mm. I think that's why I charged ninety-seven dollars an hour for those um, early sessions. I know you probably wish you knew me then because right, it ain't that cheap right, no more, yeah, right. right? And but then once I realized that that actually wasn't the move, yeah. that the move was being it, being what I wanted, yeah. being affluent, being yeah. abundant. Like I literally, um, I recite over myself every single day based on. David Cameron Jacondi's book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money, Mm. I Am Wealth, I Am Abundance, I Am Joy. Mm. I am it right now, right? And whenever we say I am, we're evoking God's presence, right? Mm. Because he is is that he is. Mm. And so it creates an environment to spur up in you that being, that belief, so that you just get all of the money energy Mm. vibrating up Mm. so you can just reach out and Mm. grab it, Mm. which changes the game. Mm. It's all mindset. 95% is mindset. Too much heat.
1: I don't like. I like. I. I don't know if they catch it or not. Like, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Um. Not and 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 I and I love it because I mean you know everybody knows that that, that that's one of the things that I you know sort of like you know push on people as well. Um, is that you have to become. Yeah the thing that you want that that you desire right because we don't even you know say what you want right because yeah, if you yeah. are in the state of want you will always Wanted be in the state right you one is lack. you got a desire because yeah.
0: desire will raise your vibration and when yeah. you're vibrating high yeah. you will bring it to you yeah and so you know you know that that level of 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 being right
1: um and so how does somebody get to that level of being that level of like, all right, I am wealth. I am, like, it, does it start with affirmations? Does it start with listening to motivation? Like, mm-hmm. how do you do? You really get to that, that space where you're like, all right, you know what? I'm ready to do this.
0: Yeah, it can't start with affirmations, mm-hmm. and here's why. Most people don't believe the things they're saying over themselves. Mm-hmm. I call them casual covenants, right? Joel Osteen says, whatever follows I am will hunt you down and overtake you. And most people speak amiss. They speak damnation to themselves based on the things that they say out of their mouth. And every time you speak, you're making a covenant with God in the universe so that he can bring what you said into being. And so it can't start there because most people don't believe it. So where it actually starts is it starts internally. I, I love, I just literally, I think I say this, I feel like I say this every day or every time I'm either speaking or I'm in, being in an interview. I love the movie Not Easily Broken mm-hmm. um, with Mars Chestnut and Taraji Pete Henson. At the end of the movie, as the credits are about the role, Mars says, if you want to know uh, the purpose of a thing, consult the creator of that mm-hmm. thing. And so you have to consult your creator, mm-hmm. right? I, I think that What we have to do, I think our parents did the best that they could with what they had, but their best wasn't often the best. Mm. And as a result of that, they've ingrained in us fear and lack and disbelief. That one time when you were five years old that you're either an auntie or your parents said, you are never gonna be anything, or you're just like, you're no good. And that stayed with you and it just became a tape that you played over and over and over. You've gotta dispel all of that by going back to your creator. Like, I just don't think that there's any way that you can do this without having connection to God. And please hear me. I am not talking about religion. Mm. I'm talking about the fullness of God, not the religious filter of man. It's about getting to know God for who he saw you to be. I'm just gonna real quick quote three scriptures, Genesis 1 and 26. Let us make man in our own image and likeness. If you want to burn my biscuits, Ash, Mm -hmm. tell me that you are not worthy. Mm. I cannot stand it because you are worthy. Mm. Genesis 1 and 26 says, you are created in God's image and likeness. That means literally you're a God of the earth. Mm. That's what that means. That Mm. means you are worthy. He gave you dominion Mm. and power. Mm. Like there is none of this that we say over ourselves. And and then the second is Jeremiah um, 1 and 5, before you were formed in your mother's womb, before your mom and your dad did the do, God knew and approved you. He said, let there be and there would be. He already knew your greatness before you even got here. You just got to walk in it. So we have to go back to our creator and get clarity about who we are, because nine times out of 10, unfortunately, if we're listening to those who love us, unless you happen to come from an amazing, loving family, which most of us have a tremendous amount of dysfunction. And therefore, we don't get to see ourselves from in in a light of love you need to go back to the place where you can restore and reconnect and reset to that love Mm. so that you can start to see yourself different. And that is once you see yourself as it, then you can actually be it and project it out to others. It's gonna take time, it's a journey. Mm. I said it earlier, no one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder. Mm. So just know that it's going to take time, get a coach, get a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) They are not the same, (laughs) get both of them. I think every million dollar company needs a therapist on their squad and and do the work ask yourself those deep probing questions get clear about what it is that you truly desire if no other voices are filtering in and from that place be and create Mm. and you'll you will eventually walk yourself into what it is that you want that's exactly what i did i mean Mm. i come from a bunch of mess Mm. to to be this girl sitting in front of you Mm. right now like sometimes i have to pinch myself Mm. because by all accounts, it shouldn't be my life. Right, right, right. It shouldn't be, but I just started walking that thing out. I got to figure out who I was and then I started walking in it. Yeah. I mean, my confidence is either gonna excite you or it's gonna intimidate you. And I can't be concerned about that, right? Yeah. Cause if my confidence bumps up against your insecurity, you have work to do. Right. I'm clear about who I am. I want to stand in my shine so I can make a way for you to stand in yours. Right. But if you don't see it as such, then you got to go back to the right. table and do that work yourself.
1: Nah, I love it. I love it. I, you know, it's, it's so funny because like I'm like, this is crazy. So like, yeah, your greatness if you know, on right, display. If you, if you look at it right, G-O-D. I right. I am greatness on display. And so you know, you know, I always say that, right? You're made in the image and likeness of the Most High. So if you're, if God is the greatest. So are you. So are you. You know, yeah. uh, I love that. I love that. And so now, you know, what what advice would you have for for the side hustler, the person who you know has that nine to five, who you know wants to be an entrepreneur? They loving what you're saying. They're like, yo, I'm I'm ready to make the move to millions, but I got this job. I, you know, I, I got one foot in, one foot out. What, what advice do you have for that? Yeah,
0: before you can make the move, you've got to create the plan. Mm. So create a transition plan. Get really clear about what it is you want to do, who you want to serve, the problem you want to solve, and how you want to solve it and get that plan created, and then start taking steps towards it. In my personal opinion, I wouldn't recommend leaving your full-time job until you have nine to 12 months worth of income. Mm -hmm. When you first come out into entrepreneurship, you may not get your first client right away, because it can take up to 90 days for you to be able to determine that a marketing strategy is working, especially when you're using free or organic marketing, which is where I recommend you start. I actually don't believe you should be running ads until you're doing at least $25,000 a month. And so given that, it's gonna be about consistency, Identifying the nights and weekends where you can actually work on your business. Don't over, don't be overzealous, right? I have had so many clients back in the day who were like, Yeah, I can give 15 to 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can't because yeah. you're tired when you come yeah. in from work. Yeah. But get clear about the number of days you're gonna actually put forth an effort in your business and get that plan done. There mm-hmm. are you can Google one page business plan and find a business plan that'll help you to put the basics in place. As long as you know the who, what, how, and why and for what amount you can begin the journey to start making money on the side. As you get those clients and get those success stories, you can continue to bring on additional clients, allow every success story to bring you two to three more clients, and then you'll find yourself in a position where you can eventually replace that income and be able to step away. Even when you first um, step or desire to step away, make sure that you have solid income for your household Mm -hmm. coming in so that you don't have to be stressed, you don't have to be worried, you don't have to be desperate. Because desperate energy does not convert. And you don't want to be desperate out here trying to get a dollar because you don't quit your job before you should have quit your job. So take the time, know that it will come if you consistently work at it, but give yourself the grace to develop it and put that plan in place and get the support that you need. There are a lot of coaches out there that are transition coaches that can help you. If you desire to leave your job, do it the right way so that you don't find yourself either back in the workforce, like me and Ash, because we had to go back because we didn't do it right. Yeah. I didn't have all of that saved up. And I want you to, I want to, to help you to prevent doing what I did, so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. No, I
1: love that. I love that. And so now, you know, Danielle is is you know from the projects. Both parents are addicts, right? You know, you know, mother went to jail. You know, like like all of this thing happening. Um, you know, with everything you know now, uh, go back to your eighteen year old self. What what advice are you giving young eighteen year old
0: Danielle? Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, always bet on you. Uh, Like I'm the investment. I'm always willing to make. Mm. I, I mean, I know if I apply myself, I'll Mm. be able to get, make it happen. And don't let what the other people tell you deter you. Like Mm. that's why you got to put your blinders on and know your own self. That's why it's so important to get back to your creator. But yeah, that's what I would tell myself. Always Mm. bet on you. Like, Be willing to take the bumps and the bruises, but keep getting back up, keep betting on yourself. Because if you keep betting on yourself, eventually it's going to pay off and you're going to hit the jackpot. Yeah.
1: And so we're going to do a quick lightning round and what we do is we take bank terms and we flip them, you know, for, you know, for the show. And so the first term we're going to use is deposit slip, right? A deposit slip, you walk into the bank, you fill out the deposit slip, you are putting money into the bank, but for us, deposit slip. Is a slip-up a money mistake something that you've done with money that you know that you that you wouldn't have done you would have took that back what is the biggest deposit slip that you've made so Oh far.
0: my gosh. I can't believe I'm about to say this on, <laughs> on, on camera. Yeah. So um, part of the reason why I ended up filing bankruptcy is because at that particular point in time in my life, I was trying to buy affection through things uh-huh. and giving people stuff and giving people money. Mm-hmm. And so like you would call me and be like, I need to pay my light bill, it's $2,500. I would put it on my credit card. Uh-huh. Like biggest mistake ever trying yeah. to buy love and affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! All right. Second term uh, is charge off, right? So a charge off is when you know you borrow money from the bank. You don't pay the bank the bank back. The bank says, you know what? All right, I'm gonna charge this off. Um, what you know for us, a charge off is you know what mindset or types
0: of people did you have to charge off on your journey? This is good. Um, People who didn't believe in me Mm. like I I think that we're always every every single day we're mirroring right so we walk up to somebody and we're like oh my gosh this amazing thing happened to me and as they hear the amazing thing that happened to us they're either excited about it because they can see it for themselves or they're resentful about it Mm. and then they're going to project that back to you Mm. and so I do this assessment every quarter. I look at the people that I've been spending the majority of my time with, and I rate them. Mm. If they're a plus, they get to stay. If they're a minus, they gotta go. And if they're a slash, they have one more quarter to positively influence me, or they gotta go. I'll cut you off in a minute, and I won't even celebrate you in Black History. Mm. So yeah.
1: (laughs) Wow! Wow! All right. Last but not least, trust account, right? Uh, Your trust account is where you get your assets, you put them, you protect them, you you help them grow, you leave them for generations. Um, You know. Who, what type of mindset and what type of people do you have in your trust account that help take you to
0: that next level? That's so good. Um, people who can see my next lover better than I, like mm-hmm. I have, I don't have a big circle, yeah. but everyone in my circle, they are propping me up. Like mm-hmm. they're helping me get there. They are excited for me. They are there. It's like that episode you used to watch Martin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You remember the episode when Martin was going to go to California to be on, um, Tommy's show. Mm-hmm, and he said to, to um, to not Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, uh, I can't think of what his name was Davis. on the show. Yes, Tommy yeah, Davidson yeah. show. And so he goes to, he says to Tommy and Cole, when I blow up, you blow up. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of people I got yeah. in my life. Like they're pushing me up because they know that when I get there, I'm bringing them with mm-hmm. me. Um, and my, like, I think about my clients, my community, incredible the Incredible Factor community, just um, amazing, powerful men and women that just like to see each other shine. And those are the kinds of people you have to be around. People who want it for you as bad as you want it for yourself, that'll hold you to your greatness and won't let you negotiate your greatness. Mm -hmm. That's so important. And those are the types of people I have in my life. And then from a mindset perspective, I only spend time with people who think big Mm. and who believe it. Like, they're not questioning whether or not it's theirs. The only question they have is when are they going to get it? Mm. Like, that's literally who I spend my time around. Mm. And as a result of that, it just inspires me. It keeps me going, keeps me pushing. Like, I have bad days just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But bad days turn into bad minutes Mm. instead of being full days because of the people I have in my circle. No, I love that. that.
1: I'm going to go one more. One more. You got too much sauce. (laughs) One more. ATM, right? So, ATM... Uh, is you know you put your card in and you know you put your pin in, money starts coming out. Uh, for us, ATM is another teachable moment. With everything that Danielle has been witness, experience, give us one more big bar, one more teachable moment. Something that people are gonna after. Like like like, I promise you, this this interview has been so powerful. But just like drop the the Hiroshima, drop the bomb, drop the like. Give give us. Another teachable moment. Oh gosh,
0: the pressure! The pressure! No pressure, Danya. Um. Okay. Another teachable moment. Okay, here we go. So I like the power of building your own platform, and so I think that so many of us are waiting for someone else to put us on but we have the power right now, we have the capacity, we have the fire to put ourselves on. And so part of the reason why I started doing my own live events is because I got tired of waiting for people to call me to hire me for a speaking engagement. And as a result of that, that's why I started making a million dollars every time I did an event. And Mm. so I would say, find a way to galvanize people to you yourself. Mm. And the way that you start by doing that, you can start simply by building your own community on Facebook getting people in their shared purpose, coming there with with you. And you can turn a strategy around to get those people who are entering your group to qualify them to become people who could become in your program. And then when you put together that very first event, you can make it a fulfillment event to, for the people who have already enrolled to work with you. And then you can upsell them into something else. Mm-hmm. It's For me, it's about problem, solution, problem, solution. Solve one complete problem, the new problem will emerge. If you constantly have the solution to the next problem, you will build clients for life. And if you build clients for life, that reduces the amount of time, energy, and money you have to spend going to find new clients. I have clients, I've been coaching for 10 years. I have clients who have been enrolled for 10 years. So it's about really constantly serving them and giving them what they need, right? I'm, I'm thinking about another Atiyah quote, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna get it wrong, yeah. but the, whoever you feed will follow you. Mm-hmm. So create an environment where you can feed people and they'll follow you, they'll galvanize around you, and they'll continue to invest in themselves through you because you're feeding them.
1: Yeah, Ooh. Listen, I need y'all right now, right? Keep, watch- if, if you are not currently a millionaire, Keep watching this video until you become one. If you don't make six figures in your business, keep watching this video be- until you become one. Listen, this has been so powerful. Like I like I like words cannot <laughs> express the inspiration, the motivation that I know people are gonna get from this video. And so you're a blessing, um, especially because of you know just just who you are, what you've come from, and you know, you know, just, just being you know at that space to hit this level of success and the background that you have and so just like just your story alone like your perseverance what you came through and you know having a background that you have to really you know inspire people and not just inspiring them with your words but you're inspiring them with your actions you're inspiring them with the receipts and the clients that you're you know the life that you're changing so you know I appreciate you thank you so much uh if somebody wants to tap in with you they want to connect with you where can they find you
0: yeah you can go to get to know darnielle.com.
1: Get to know That's D A R N Y E L L E.com. Yes. da A R. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tapping in, for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Inside the vault on all platforms. Follow me at Cash. We are closing out the vault with another powerful episode. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll see y'all next time. Inside the vault with Ash Cash. The most powerful, greatest money mindset show on the planet. In God's will, I'll see you. Peace.